Okay. All right. Welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Uh, every Wednesday at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, we interview a top producer or top performer in their field, uh, usually real estate. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Milena Simsic. Yeah, you're close. The Serbian way to say it, you were really close. It's like Simsic. But Shin I appreciate, yeah, okay. I appreciate you did like the ch at the end. Like a okay. lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Shimshich. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So welcome uh, to the show. And uh, we have a lot to learn from you today. You are a, an amazing um, business person already. You're only 25 years old. Uh, you own eight doors. Um, I, I, lots of people in their 60s don't even own eight doors. And you're coming into real estate as a, as a fresh real estate agent, but you already have a ton of experience in the investing realm of things. Um, so thank you for coming on the show and, and inspiring us today, first and foremost. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here and uh, share my journey. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Um, how did you get started? Uh, you know, what's your story and where did you come from? Okay. So um, I started working as, okay, I, I'm trying to figure out where to start here. So like I started working as a nurse um, when I was 22 years old. So I was a bedside nurse. Um, I live in Windsor, Ontario. So I actually work in Detroit and I cross uh, the border to work as a nurse over there. So I live in Canada, but I work in the States. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So um, because of that, I was able to get like a higher income as a nurse. Um, so like my first year I started making, I want to say like a hundred grand Canadian a year. Wow. Um, yeah. Which it's pretty good for, you know, somebody who's 22 and um, looking to get started in real estate investing. Um, so I started as a nurse, um, in Detroit, it was really hard <laughs> and, um, I started looking into real estate investing because I wanted to, um, kind of keep my options open. I didn't know that nursing was going to be something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I started to branch out into other things. Um, so from 22, I started looking into real estate investing. At 23, I bought my first six-unit uh, apartment building. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that was good. And I used my nursing salary to do that. Um, and then I just bought my second investment property. Uh, I think it was at 24. And um, I'm doing like, I'm building some units on these properties now. So um, that's kind of like the gist of how I got started. <laughs> My goodness. And this, this is solely from uh, saving money wisely, mm -hmm. earning a high income, but saving money wisely and oh, simply putting it into something that generates cash flow or, um, you know, people your age, I, 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 maybe this offends some people. They just go buy bags. They just go buy nice clothes or, or buy a nice mm -hmm. car with a hundred thousand dollars at 25 years old. Mm -hmm. So how are you so mature? <laughs> well, um, I didn't come from like a high income family. Like I, from when I was young, I learned to pinch pennies essentially. Mm. Um, so, uh, 
I actually like when I bought this first six unit building, I was still living with my parents in like this small, like apartment that we live oh, in. Wow. <laughs> so like I was literally living in a room with them and I had this six unit building and now I obviously have my own place in my studio. Um, but um, yeah, it's just like, it's kind of been instilled in me from a young age to not spend as much money. And I got by with like, you know, I mean, I was comfortable. I had the basics, but I never, you know, was chasing labels. I never really had anything extravagant. So I didn't really like feel that need to, you know, buy things. Um, I kind of get happiness through, you know, achievements, not really material items. If that kind of makes sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm inspired just to hear that. Um, you know what? And, and they say, uh, if, uh, if you don't have a, a, a million, a millionaire in your family, you, you should be the first one. And I think you are in that, uh, in that boat. So congratulations. <laughs> and you. tell us about this, uh, in one of your TikToks, mm -hmm. you said, Hey, don't buy a home mm. instead go buy an investment property and have the cash flow buy your dream home. And that's exactly what you did. Tell us about that. Yes. Okay. So, um, like I mentioned before, um, I bought the six unit building while I was still living with my parents in like this cramped apartment. Right. So, um, I made a decision back then to gain enough financial independence and passive income before I decided to like buy my dream home, as I mentioned. So I was actually like, I was following my own advice in that video. So I bought that six unit building. I'm making passive uh, income from that. And then I bought a single family home, which I'm living in now. Um, and that income actually like helped me qualify for that second property. Um, and on top of that, the single family home, I'm like converting into a triplex. So that's like wow. a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I definitely recommend like, instead of spending the money on like your your first property on a single family home, because that's not going to bring you any income. Um, I recommend like a house hack. So you could like, uh, rent out a basement unit or a duplex triplex because like you're, you're wasting that, um, first, like in Canada, we have that 5% down rule. Yeah. Uh, if you live in a property, right. So like, if you, if you don't buy your first property as like, um, and then I, I don't know if this makes sense, like an investment property, you might miss out on that chance for the 5% rule. And um, there's also land transfer tax. So you get that benefit for your first property as well. Um, there's just like so many benefits to buying an investment property as your first rather than a single family home. Yeah. So you really, uh, you are buying into that more Grand Cardone type yeah. of thing. Right? <laughs> yeah because you, you he always says you know if you have a bunch of cash don't don't buy a home because it's a liability that's like right. uh, robert kiyosaki as well Absolutely. so you purchased the the investment property which is six units and right. it ran out the cash flow for you to be able to uh buy your dream home right with your obviously your high income you know nurse income as well Right. right. Then Absolutely. you were able to do that. But if you were to start it uh, with just buying your own home, mm -hmm. then you would be paying into the home, but not building up your portfolio. So Absolutely. the young people out there right now listening, this is how you would do it. Um, I like to get into the nitty gritty of the first deal. Six units. How much was that? 
Um, so I bought this two and a half years ago. So I actually got that in Windsor, Ontario for 420,000. Six units? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. So um, now, like after COVID, the market obviously went insane, especially yeah. in Windsor. We have Toronto people um, moving to Windsor because of um, like the online work, right? So um, the, the property is valued at over a million dollars now easily. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely, so 400,000, how much did you put down on that? Um, I put down about, I had to put down 15%. So I think it was 70,000, $70,000 guys, 15%. So after all taxes and whatnot, fees, Mm -hmm. 70, 70,000 on 400,000. And how much did that, uh, cash flow? Um, so it didn't cash flow much initially. I think the cash flow was like, I want to say 700 when I bought it, but I got the cash flow up to 2000 um, and I'm building another unit on it. So I'm expecting the cash flow to be 3000 at least after building that unit. And that's net and not include, including capital pay down. Net, not including capital pay down. Yeah. Guys, $3,000 uh, passive or rental income uh, mm-hmm. through that one property. Then you have the two unit one. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually in it right now. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, the two unit one, this is just a single family home right now. Uh, Windsor recently passed a law that allows you to build like legal basement units. So, um, I'm working on the permits to build the legal basement unit. And another thing about this property that a lot of people don't realize is that there's the capability of building a tiny home because it's a corner lot backed by an alleyway. So I'm building a tiny home and a basement unit. So I'm turning the single family home into a triplex. Mm. Yeah. So smart. Did you look at the zoning beforehand before you purchased or was it just by chance that you found out, oh, I could do this? Um, You can call the city. I did call the city to see if it was a possibility. Um, The zoning, it, it can be like a single family home. Uh, like a residential zoning and uh, you could still build those two things on it. It doesn't have to be like multifamily zoning. That's crazy. So, you know, in, in a span of guys uh, from 22 to now you're a 25 years old, three yeah. years, she was able to build up eight units. It's possible guys. And the best time to purchase real estate was 20 years ago. The second best time is to purchase today. Absolutely. So don't wait, guys. Uh, Get on this. Now, you're very young. You're 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do want to talk about this because you get a lot of uh, questions or feedback from people. Hey, uh, when you say I have eight units, I'm 25 years old and I'm a millionaire. Mm -hmm. What do people say to you usually? (laughs) We were just talking about this earlier, too. Um, They either assume I have a sugar daddy or I have family money. Um, and I can, I can see why they assume that because like, I'm, you know, I'm a young woman and a lot of young women typically don't be like, unfortunately they don't become millionaires like so quickly, or it's not as well known. Um, but yeah, they, they assume I got the money from somewhere else and I didn't my, none of my family owns real estate. Um, my fiance is not even involved in this. Um, a lot of people assume I got the money from my, uh, like husband. I'm not even married yet, (laughs) but I mean, that that's just how it is. You know, it's people, they, they see you do something. And I, 
I take it as like, they think they can't do it themselves. It's like, well, if she can do it there, she must have been cheating in some way because Mm. I mean, I wasn't able to accomplish that. And I see it as like a genuine question. Like, how did you actually do that? Um, And that's why, like, I started my TikTok and my uh, YouTube channel so I can actually share my journey and like Mm. be like, yeah, it's possible to buy this much with a regular nine to five. And another thing I wanted to mention, um, the second property I bought was with today's crazy, you know, crazy market values, right? So like um, in Windsor, the market prices have doubled and Mm. I still see so many opportunities to get cash flow and buy here. You just need to know where to look. So for me, I found this single family home that I can build two units on. And a lot of people, you know, don't recognize this opportunity. And um, I'm looking at getting like a 20% ROI after building these units. So um, that's pretty good, you know, in real estate investing terms. Which is what I wanted to talk about as well. It's like, oh, wow, she bought it for 400,000, but today it's 1 million. It's too late. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even if you were to buy this property at a million, you'd still be making cash flow on it. Like I, I it's worth a million with the six units, but it still has the potential for a seventh unit. So even if you were to leverage and buy that property at a million, you'd be still looking at a good cash flow from it. So um, yeah, a lot of people like don't recognize that. that that's amazing. And because uh, most of us, I would say 90% of us are looking for the lack thereof. Like, right. oh, there's no opportunities out there anymore, mm-hmm. right? But how did you become like an abundance thinker? So um, I, I kind of have like a quote <laughs> in my head. It's like, um, if you, uh, okay, so if something needs to be fixed, then find a way to fix it. If it can't be fixed, then don't worry about it. And so like, you have to be in the mindset of always looking for solutions. Like there's Mm. always an answer to everything. So like when I looked at the real estate market recently where the price is doubled, I'm like, okay, so how can I take like add value to a property and take Mm. advantage of this, you know, because like for the single family home, um, a lot of people didn't recognize the basement unit and the tiny house potential. So that was my solution to buying in a crazy market for like finding creative solutions to buy a property and still make a profit off of it. Wow. Guys, if you're listening, look for opportunities, look for solutions instead of looking for the problem straight away. Right. This is how you can become a millionaire within three years mm-hmm. right? from, from zero living right. with her parents. Mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> so <clears throat> coming back to that, uh, when a lot of people give you feedback on you being a young person, do you have a sugar daddy or, you know, yeah. your husband, what does your husband do? How right. do you deal with that type of uh, naysaying or uh, how do you deal with haters, so to speak? Yeah. So, um, I've, you know, I've had my share of haters throughout the past few years, especially in content creation. Um, that's definitely something you need to work through. Um, what I've come to realize is that again, those people, they think they can't do it. That's why they're saying that it's a reflection of themselves. It's not a reflection of what I'm doing. Like I'm pretty confident Mm. in what I'm doing. It's working for me. I know the numbers. Um, and if somebody else comes and says otherwise and something that's not really productive, I disregard it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, oh. you, yeah. So I, 
I, again, it's like, it's nothing personal. Like it's nothing personal coming from them. It's literally a reflection of what they're thinking about themselves. The haters, um, whether on, on any social media platform or in real life, guys, it's when they're hating on you, it's a reflection of themselves. It's not a reflection on you. Right. Right. And, and I'm just amazed that you are so wise to realize that. Um, did you ever get affected in the beginning or were you just like, ah, it's just dirt off the shoulder? Oh yeah, it definitely <laughs> affected me at the beginning. 100%. Okay. Um, like I, I started at 22. I didn't, you know, have a property yet. Um, and I was seriously looking at going into real estate investing and basically like all of my family members, they were completely against it. They were so against it. <laughs> and, um, a lot of my friends, um, and it was, yeah, it was hard. Um, wow. Yeah, it's okay though. So, but you know, it worked out. It, it is going to be hard and you need to like learn how to process that. Like it's, you know, it's easy to say it's a reflection of themselves, but it's kind of hard to think that in yeah. the moment, you know? <laughs> right off the bat, um, it's like, oh, this person said this to me. It must mean something about me. Right? Absolutely. The, the first thought, right? right? So you really need to dissect that, you know, step back and really observe that, that thought. Like, is it really about me or is it about them? Right. right. So, man, congratulations on that. Um, how does it feel to be the first millionaire in your family, Elena? Um, it's good. <laughs> My parents are very proud of me now. Um, they were very worried at the beginning, obviously, because I, you know, I bought that six unit building and I was still living with them. They're like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> 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 They're like, she's going to go bankrupt before she's 25. Wow. And I mean, obviously it was fine and I had to, you know, keep reiterating it, but I mean, they, they see like where I'm at now. I got a couple properties. Um, I'm becoming a realtor now. Um, they're very proud. They're very happy for me. And I mean, everything's great now, you know, <laughs> my gosh, I, I, I bet, uh, you know, because you guys are from Europe, kind of like Asia, they, they, the parents won't really say it to your face. Like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. But yeah. I'm really, really sure that they are immensely proud of you. Uh, you know, so I'm going to say that to you. Thank you. You know, what's funny, like my fiance, he's Chinese as well. And, you know, I have a good relationship with my in-laws and they, they were, um, you know, when I was talking to them about the real estate investing, they were so against it too. So I had like, you know, my future in-laws against it. I had my parents wow. against it, you know, the Eastern European and the Asian together, yeah. just yeah. like, it was, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was fun, but they, they're proud of me too. They, they're, they like what I've done and they're, they're happy about it. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they're happy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, those are inadvertent naysayers, so mm -hmm. to speak, like the family, you know, that you can't avoid. You just, okay. So, so how, mm -hmm. how did you deal with naysayers and, and just uh, step into that realm of possibility into the unknown and just said, I'm going for it. Okay. So um, like what I told myself at first was to only listen to the people who have already done it. Ah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that was easier to digest than to put yourself like in their perspective and think that, oh, it's coming from, you know, their own personal experience. Like mm. it's a reflection. That's a bit of a harder thing to digest than to think, okay, this person doesn't actually have any experience in what I want to do. So I'm just going to respectfully disregard it and follow the people who have actually done it. So that, that's kind of how I uh, process that at first. 
Oh, I love that. And yeah. <laughs> guys, don't ask for advice from someone who hasn't done what you want to do because they didn't do it. How can they give you advice? It's, it's, just, so, it's just so simple. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I just reading this morning um, about this, uh, this concept of uh, the real successful people making um, complex ideas into common sense. Mm -hmm. And that right there is the hard part of life. Because yeah. we want to make the simple things really complicated. Mm -hmm. And so for you, it's just like, okay, well, why I'm, I'm not going to listen to you, I'm going to respectfully disregard it. And I'm going to go and listen to somebody that who's actually done it. Guys, it's so simple, uh, but you actually follow it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, you're welcome. Now, <laughs> I, now I want to talk about, you know, leaving your full-time job into uh, the, one of the, the most brutal sales industries. Yeah. Real estate. So welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I'm, I'm almost done my, uh, my Humber college program in Ontario. So, um, I'm thinking like in a month or two, I'll start working full-time as a realtor. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at leaving my full-time nursing job, uh, entirely to put my 100% into becoming a realtor. Congratulations, first and foremost. Now, a lot of aspiring realtors, maybe your age, younger or older, they always ask, okay, should I go full time or should I just dabble in it a little bit, keep my full time job and still do it on the side? What are your thoughts? Um, if you can, I recommend going completely full time um, for if you want to become like the go-to person, if you want to be successful, um, it, it is really like a six, seven day a week job. And I don't, I don't speak from personal experience. I speak from the experience of multi-million dollar realtors who are my close friends in Windsor. Um, that I saw them working like seven days a week and they have built up like over a million dollars of net income in a matter of a couple years working wow. full time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in Windsor. <laughs> In, in Windsor. Windsor. <laughs> it's not even like Vancouver. It's like, <laughs> or Toronto. Wow. Windsor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's insane. So guys go all in. I've heard this over and over and over again, uh, but it is scary, isn't it? Yeah. It is scary. It, so, so uh, how did you make that decision? Just say, Hey, you know, I'm not scared. Go for it. Yeah. That's a great question. And I, I, I really want to get into this too. Um, so with, uh, before you jump full-time into this, I 100% recommend having savings, like at least six months of living savings, right? So, um, it's hard. It is a lot harder to do this full-time if you don't have like your financial ducks in a row. So, um, like for me, I, I have my, like, I have a pretty good financial safety net. I have my properties. I have passive income. I have like an emergency fund that'll last me that long. Mm. Um, but you don't, you don't need that much, right? You just need enough in, a, in an emergency savings fund to live off of until you start getting some income. And I do recommend like six months of it. So, so you can focus entirely on that realtor business. Save up six months from mm -hmm. your day job and you should go full-time. This is how you're going to be, become successful is going all in. So mm -hmm. you got your bases covered. Um, you're doing the realtor thing and you're a property investor and you're an avid 
TikToker, YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> so um, I actually started like doing YouTube uh, like a few years ago. You know, I was dabbling in it. I used, you know, a crappy camera and mic and it was it's just really hey, bad. Hey, who's calling crappy here? <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about this too, John. Don't worry. We'll, we'll oh, bring geez. it up. <laughs> he's got he's got a good setup. Like it, it was mine was really bad. Like I had a Samsung A10 or something phone that I was filming off of. Like a lot of people don't even know this phone. Like low, but like it costs 50 bucks. That's how cheap that phone was. Um, so again, like you have to start somewhere. So yeah. I uh I started dabbling like in video production and YouTube a few years back. Um, and I, I've obviously, I don't know if you can tell, I've upgraded a little bit now. Uh, huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I got into that level where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable like going 100%, you know, full into this. I, I invested in my equipment. I got like lights over here. Everywhere. How much is all that? But we um, see. So I'm going to tell you, like, my setup right now is, uh, I want to say, like, $1,100. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's, it's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, and you can get it used to. Like, the thing is, you don't even need this fancy phone, like, or fancy camera that I got. Um, what you can use is your phone. And mm. the most important thing, I think, is lighting. Mm. So I recommend get a ring light. And then three stand lights. You want oh. one on either? Yeah. So just that in your phone and you, sh you should be good to go. You could even get like a cheap like lapel mic off Amazon for 30 bucks and okay. get like a semi-professional setup. Um, so, you know, I've been through a lot of trial and error there. So um, looks good. Looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am, you know, gaining some momentum on TikTok. I got over 5,000 followers in my first month. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is, you know, it's decent, right? <laughs> um, and I'm actually getting like client requests already off of TikTok and Instagram. Whoa. And I don't even have my license yet. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah. tell us about that um you know obviously it's coming to fruition but why content creation why do you think it's important for a realtor okay so um one major thing is building credibility um mm. if you're mm. if if you're active on social media people have a place to look you up mm. and then on top of that if you're making content that's real estate related they'll look at you and they'll think okay this person really knows what they're talking about i want to work with them and on top of that you're leveraging platforms that like the majority of people are on right now so like they you know everyone's glued to their phone so if you're on there, you're exposing yourself to these, uh, not that's a bad word to choose, but like, you know, you're presenting yourself yeah. to these people on these platforms, like over and over and over again. And I think like it's to advertise yourself on places like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, it's so much better than what the old realtors used to do with like the print ads. And that's, it's still hey, a good hey, way hey, to go. It's still old. a good way. Don't I'm before. <laughs> 
part before we get there. I still think it's good. I still think there's a good return on investment with the print ads, yeah. but man, with like social media, you can like the return on investment for the amount of effort you put into it. And the money is so much higher. Like I got my $1,100 set up here. Right. And I spend, I want to say like a couple hours a day with the social media and editing. And I'm already getting like clients coming in before I even have my license. And it's hard to get it that fast with, you know, prints, but you know, this it's, I just think it's a really good thing to go into if you're a realtor. It's your online business card guys. Yes. Right. If you're not on Facebook, if you're not on Instagram, if you're not on LinkedIn, if you're not on TikTok right now, get on it. I always tell realtors, if you're, is social media important? I say, you know what? It's not that important. Um, your sales skills are, 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 are number one and yeah. your work ethic is number two. But if you're not on a level playing field, if you don't have social media, you are at a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but why TikTok? Tell me. Um, Good question. <laughs> I really didn't uh, consider TikTok uh, as like an option until a couple months ago. Um, I I started like scrolling through it for hours on end because it's so addictive. And I <laughs> thought like, it's really bad. Like it's, it's so really bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't like produce content on there, but don't, uh, how do you say, get high off your own supply? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, TikTok, it's a great platform where um you can give like short bursts of information and mm. build a brand so yes. people are willing to watch you if the video is under a minute and it's harder to do that on places like youtube because yes. you're you're like it, it's 20 minute videos right yes. so you really need to have like a loyal uh subscriber who wants to watch that sort of you know that sort of video but tiktok anybody will watch that, right? It's not that much of a commitment. And on top of that, the TikTok algorithm finds your target audience so well compared to other platforms. So I was able to find like so many people in my city in like Ontario that are interested in real estate, because obviously like I'm putting real estate videos on TikTok and you know, it's not just for teenagers anymore. It's not just for dancing. Like it used to be, um, they're still dancing, but <laughs> not as much. Um, it, it's really like, it's a great platform to get on because a lot of businesses have not seen the potential on it yet. It's still, you're at the beginning of the curve. So right. this is where it's going to blow up. And guys, realtors, please get on TikTok and present yourself, give valuable information or simply market your listings on TikTok. Do it, please. Mm -hmm. Melina, thank you so much for today. I am, uh, I'm inspired. I don't know. I, I think the crowd is, is especially inspired. Any last insight for us to finish uh, 2021 strong? Uh, last insight, um, take calculated risks. Um, if there's a high reward and it's relatively low risk, like becoming a realtor, you know, it's just four grand in about six months of your time. You could potentially make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Go ahead and take it. Like um, this is a, I think this is a really good risk to take. Absolutely, guys. Mm -hmm calculated risk, do some research, but not a whole ton of research, internet analysis, paralysis, go for it. Right. Thank you for today, Milena. This Thank is awesome. You. And follow, follow Milena. What's your handle on TikTok and all the rest? Um, it's Milena Simsek. Um, okay. It's either going to be Milena underscore Simsek or Milena Simsek. You'll find me.
Perfect. And uh, to send referrals is Windsor, Ontario. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. All right, guys. Thank you. Make it a great day. Thank you, Milena. All the Thank best. Thank you for having me. Thank you.